Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Get up and get, get, get down. 911 is joking your town. Get up and get, get, get down. Late 911 with the late crown. Get up and get, get, get down. 911 is joking your town. Get up and get, get, get down. Late 911 with the late crown. Oh, I hate, hate flavor, flavor, public enemy. I want to take that clock around his neck. Just strangle this guy. Probably a favorite of uh, Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, House Mouse for 22 years, never walked a beat, never busted his shoes, never made a collar. Really a pretend cop. And yet that's what he ran on. He said, oh, I was a cop for 22 years. I'm the law and order guy. You got to vote for me. Really? Ladies and gentlemen, do you understand what is going to be happening in just about an hour? The mayor of the city of New York, who's under investigation by three, count them, three agencies. Uh, we're talking about the FBI for the Justice Department, U.S. Attorney's Office, Southern District. We're going to get into that in the next segment. Alvin Bragg's continuing investigation, Manhattan DA. And the Department of Investigation, which has to get their rear in gear because they're looking now like they're covering up for the Adams administration. We'll get to all of that. But he is going to announce draconian cuts right across the board, but in the area of public safety. He has forsaken all of you. He promised that as mayor, he would be a law and order mayor to make up for the lawless and mayor of anarchy. Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who spent his nights smoking Maui Waui and Hindu Kush with his crooked wife, Charlene. Both of them who stole $1.5 billion from a fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi organization they created, Thrive. It never helped not one emotionally disturbed person, not one person with mental health issues. Crooks should be in jail. Instead, we see Bill de Blasio going through a midlife crisis, smooching openly with anybody who would dare put their lips on his. Oh, my God. Well, God, that, that, just the image of that makes me want to vomit, projectile vomit. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back on track. We have here Eric Adams, who has now said first to parents out there who would continue to send their kids to the public schools I cannot hire public school safety officers. We are a thousand short. You, the parents, are going to have to show up and deal with the oozy-toting, dope-sucking, psychopathic killing machines who, A, in some instances, have to go through a metal detector. Sometimes, like, uh, up in, uh, oh, God, Gun Hill Road, they go through, uh, what, two, two metal detectors before they get in. you got to search their backpacks. They're giving their cell phones so all day long they can be gangbanging uh, virtually and threatening other students, and nothing gets done. Nothing. Now, with other, without public safety officers under the supervision of the NYPD, 
total chaos will lead to total anarchy. And the next thing you know, they're going to be jacking up teachers and deans and assistant principals and principals in the schools. But that's uh, Eric Adams' answer. Hey, parents, you're going to have to fill the void. Now, what's he going to say now that he's announcing draconian cuts to the police department? Particularly in light of the fact that police officers are now under attack, constant attack, because there are no consequences. Let's look at the latest case. You have uh, two guys who are up there on the platform at Freeman Street on the number two train. And they decide they're going to fight these cops because the cops told them, hey, man, put out, put out your reefer. Put out your reefer. That's all they asked them to do. Put it out. Normally, they would have been written up with a fine or maybe even arrested. And so they really, they resisted. Kareem McClary, who goes back to the hood, a hero, and Isaiah Jessamy goes back to the hood, a hero, because they lumped up Officer John Hernandez and his partners. And even though they eventually were able to arrest them, Judge Eugene Bowen in the Bronx said, release them, no bail, we're not going to keep them in jail. So I'm telling you, they're back in the hood, man. They're high-fiving their way in the South Bronx along Freeman Street, Simpson Street, man. They're heroes in the hood. Heroes in the hood. And the cops who got all deuced up are looking at one another and saying, is it really worth it? We're just trying to enforce the laws. And now they're turning on us. And remember, look at what had happened over the weekend to Lieutenant Gypsy Pachardo. Dominican-American cop, 17 years lieutenant, who was summoned by the train conductor on the number one train, 238th Street. He said, help, there are two guys fighting here. So the lieutenant in uniform comes in, breaks up the two, who happen to be from um, Westchester. Hey, Latimer, this is your problem. You're having thugs come across the county lines, in this case, into the Bronx, into Riverdale to commit crimes. Uh, what's one guy's name? Marquise Webb. And check out this other name, Justin Ellick. You know, this is wild. Brian Innocent of New Rochelle. Marquise Webb from Yonkers. And I mean, they put this lieutenant in the hospital. He's got a broken eye socket. He had stitches. He's probably going to have to go to the specialists at the eye, ear, nose, and throat hospital for major surgery. Justin Ellick, uh, you know Eric Adams, swagger man with the plan, without a plan, didn't visit them in St. Barnabas Hospital. Didn't visit this lieutenant. Eddie Caban, where was Eddie Caban, the new police commissioner? He was out of Somos, getting wine dined and pocket lying like the other Democratic politicians offshore by all the lobbyists. What the hell is he doing at Somos? Why wasn't he in St. Barnabas? Somebody's got to ask these questions. And now they're going to cut the police budget. So they're basically making it so that you can't function as a police officer at all. You can't even look at somebody crooked. You can't even ask them, hey, put that cigarette out. Put that joint out. It is so obvious with the reduction of the police department. It's down to 32,500. Very dangerous from a high of 40,000. The special counterterrorism unit that at one time had a thousand members that were lodged over at the Bush Terminal uh, building right along the BQE in Brooklyn. It's like been cut in half, cut in half. 
And every day, men and women are continuing to flee from the ranks of the department. They're taking early retirement. They're being recruited away, treated better, paid better, and given the most important thing, as Aretha Franklin said, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, respect. You know, if you went into a Starbucks today, what do they call it? Red Cup Day? What is that for communism? I don't know. Uh, What is that? Wrong way, Lou Rafino. And you're online waiting forever for your frappuccino, your pumpkin spice latte, your cold brew coffee, having to take a reverse loan for that, a payday loan. And then you, you want to treat that barista on the other side real good because you want your name spelled right on that red cup today, right? The red cup. So you're all respectful. In fact, you even put in a tip for the baristas. What the hell are these tip jars at Starbucks? You're getting ripped off to begin with. And you treat them with better respect than you do members of the NYPD who have been stripped of their qualified immunity. And Eric Adams, so-called former cop, led in the direction of saying, oh, no, cops should not have indemnification. The constant browbeating from ranking officers, not to mention the oversight now from the federal and state monitors. It's going down, 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 down. And then who are we depending on now? A rent-a-robot. Yes, if I could have Robbie Robot. A rent-a-robot that is prostate is... Yeah, yeah, so Eric Adams' answers to the depleted number of cops that we desperately need is let's have drones, let's have diggity dogs, and most importantly, let's have rent-a-robots. He leases them. For $9 an hour, if you go to Times Square, which is a hotbed of crime, right? You just had an 85-year-old guy tossed into the subway tracks at 47th Street, 50th Street, Rockefeller Center. This is in the middle of the tourist, beginning of the tourist season. Thrown in the tracks, 85-year-old guy. And, And Eric Adams' answer is to cut the police budget and lease more robots who can't even patrol because... They have to be guarded by two cops because the fear is they'll be graffitied, vandalized, and thrown into the tracks right after the 85-year-old guy was thrown into the tracks at 4750 Rockefeller Center. This, this Mayor Eric Adams has forsaken all of you citizens for the illegal aliens to take care of them. What a double Udi Scratziato. What a double Shanda. And some of you are making excuses for him. Oh, he's trying. Oh, he's a target of the Biden uh, Department of Justice and the FBI because he stood up to Biden. He is destroying our city. And all of you are giving him cover. I'm the only one calling him out here at WABC. The only one out because I know where Eric Adams' bones are buried and who buried him. Up next, the money he got from Turkey. And then also money from Red China and money from other foreign lobbyists. Oh, yes, a very serious crime, as much as many of you would like to say, no big thing. They all do it. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. They whisper it all over Turkey. 
Who would have thought that years ago the theme song of Soupy Sales would apply to the ongoing investigation of Eric Adams Swaggerman with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, that so many of you have absolved and his colleagues uh, by saying, oh, it's quid pro quos. You know, we always take care of our constituents. Why is Joe Biden targeting him? Uh, you know, Joe Biden will take out anybody who targets him or stands up to him. Right? You, you keep believing that. So each and every day on the Rip and Read, I'm going to make my case against Eric Adams, his sycophants, toadies and lackeys, his fundraisers. And most importantly, try to get across to you. The guy is taking money from foreign governments. Maybe you think that's okay. I saw comments uh, that were posted. Joe Borelli, uh, the uh, city councilman from the South Shore of Staten Island, goes, oh, we'd all be in jail. Uh, you know, we all do that. Really? From foreign countries? Then there was uh, Gail Brewer on the other side of the out Democrats. Oh, we all do that. Uh, we'd all be in jail. Really, Gail? You do that for foreign countries? Let's first start uh, because this specifically deals with Turkey. There are other investigations into Red China filtering money to the Eric Adams administration. And then the one that nobody's talking about that I know all about uh, that involves his uh, chief fundraiser, his go-to guy, his campaign manager, his um, his Medici. Uh, since he was borough president when he ran for mayor. And now that he has the chutzpah and the culions and the huevos to actually already raise two and a half million dollars to torture us again and run for mayor and hopefully uh, be able to get wine dined in pocket line for another four years before he makes an effort to, to go to the White House. At this rate, I can tell you, like I've been telling all of you, he ain't going to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, in a run for the presidency. He's going to the big house in chains and shackles because he's hopelessly corrupt. Listen to what he said. Now, he does only one press conference a week now because he is afraid of what he calls the off-topic questions. He knows that he's in trouble. So he sets it up so that the gnome ladens and the uh, James Flippins of the world down at City Hall can only question him once a week uh, I mean, I think President Xi in Red China has probably been questioned more than Eric Adams has of late. But listen to what he has to say about straw donors, which has the, is at the heart of the corruption case against him and his fundraisers and his administration and his inner circle. We don't we don't do uh, the uh, straw donors. And a lot of people don't know what that means. Uh, but we don't do the straw donors. Uh, uh, we don't, uh, you know, do quid pro quo. We follow the law. Now, hold on a second. You don't do quid pro quo and you don't do straw donors. How can that be? You don't do straw donors when two of your personal fundraisers have already pled guilty to your friend, the DA, Alvin Bragg of Manhattan, have pled guilty. For arranging straw donors for your campaign, Eric. Oh, I don't do straw donors. Well, maybe you personally don't do them, but you're aware that they exist in your campaign. And you're like Punch's pilot. You're, you're sort of like uh, wiping your hands clean, saying, it's not me. 
It might be friends of Eric Adams, but we, we don't do uh, straw donors, man. Uh, what else? What other nonsense did he spew at his press conference in which corporation counsel, his lawyer, kept interrupting the press saying, uh, you know, basically, uh, Eric, uh, you might as well just take the Fifth Amendment because you'd be incriminating yourself. I mean, half the questions he didn't even answer. He had a lawyer answer it. That means he's in trouble. I'm very clear on that. I've stated it from my days in the police department uh, to my days of state senator to my days of borough president. And as the mayor, you know, I I just strongly believe that that's what I spent my my life enforcing the law. And I'm going to continue to tell the team uh, that, you know, we follow the law in this administration and in all of my administrations. We followed the law. Well, it turns out that when he was Brooklyn Borough president uh, and he had won the ranked choice primary in a very contested race against Wyomiley, the AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, acolyte, uh, and uh, Kathy Garcia, the New York Times candidate, that he was making calls on behalf of Erdogan's Turkish consulate right across the street from the U.N. It's the biggest consulate in all of New York. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like 40 stories. And they couldn't open up because they had violated uh, all the fire protection rules, sprinkler says, everything from top to bottom. So he gets on the phone with then uh, fire commissioner, who he replaced with Kavanaugh, who nobody likes in the fire department. But he says to Dan Nigro, hey, yeah, you got to do me a solid for Turkey and Erdogan, man. You got to clear the way. They got to open up that building. You know, I'm invited to be there at the uh, ribbon cutting, which uh, I do so well with Erdogan and all the other staff from Turkey. I love Turkey. I've visited Turkey six times, paid for by Erdogan when I was uh, Brooklyn Borough president. And Danny Nigel, who was the fire commissioner, signed off on it. And now, now get this. In two years since Adams contacted Nigro, who signed off on this, the former fire commissioner, the Turkish consulate across from the United Nations, all 38 stores, has operated without a building permit. How does that happen? Is that, is that what the rest of the elected officials do for foreign governments? Please tell me that. Please tell me you all do that. That some foreign government calls you up that you've befriended because they've wine dined and pocket lined you. And you immediately work the bureaucracy to make sure they get an easy pass. Uh, please tell me that. I know you don't do it for constituents who don't donate to you. I know that. You got to donate to these uh, officials in order to get any constituent service. If you haven't donated to them, yeah, forget about it. They, they relegate you to the round filing cabinet. I've seen that myself. But this is incredible. You think the fire department could go into that Turkish consulate and shut it down the way they did the eight migrant centers that were fire traps that had not passed a fire marshal inspection? If you were to send the fire marshals in, you think you could do that, Kavanaugh, there at Met Metro Tech? Two years. And this Turkish consulate that is right at the epicenter of this corruption case against Eric Adams and all of his cronies has operated without being cleared by the fire marshals. Why the uh, special exemption? Well, we know that. It's all about the mula shmula. It's all about the schedule. 
Turkey, the government gave to Adams through that Turkish construction company. I'm going to explain that to you. The Bank of Turkey has floated loans to KSK, which is the uh, Williamsburg Turkish construction company that did a fundraiser for Eric Adams and had straw donors. And the Turkish bank, which is owned by Erdogan and the government there, they do that for Turkish companies so that they can launder the money and they funnel it out in payoffs and kickbacks. They do that. It's a great way to launder your money. They've been bribing New York officials for 20 years. This is not new. Back when, uh, in 2007, two city Department of Transportation officials were busted accepting $450,000 in cash in bribes from the parent Turkish company, Kiska. $450,000. As the company was overseeing the $118 million reconstruction of the 3rd Avenue Bridge, Kiska folded and it became KSK. You see, one company folded because of corruption and then all of a sudden they renamed themselves. How many times have we seen that with uh, <laughs> with companies? They're out of business and then they just rename themselves and they're back to being crooks, whining, dining and pocket lining, crooked politicians. And all of this is funneled through the Turkish banks. And you say to yourself, is Eric Adams, you know, hey, we obey the laws. We obey the laws. Trust us. You know, we run a we run a clean ship. Well, Judge Napolitano has been following this case. He actually likes Eric Adams. I don't know why. But Judge Napolitano told Sid, who is uh, a protector of Eric Adams, that this guy is in deep trouble. Just listen to Judge Napolitano, who tried to tell all of you independently and autonomously, Eric Adams is not a target of the Biden administration, the Department of Justice, the FBI, because he stood up to Biden on the border issue. He has welcomed the illegal aliens in. He has said the policy of New York City is open borders. How many times can he aid and abet the invasion? And all of you say he stood up? To Joe Biden, where? Well, listen to Judge Napolitano. If he accepted money from the Turks, and if they masked that money to pretend that it came from Americans, and if he was involved in the masking, he's going to go away. He's going to go away. And all of you, oh, no, that's because he's going to be a political prisoner, another notch on the belt of all of those who defy Joe Biden. Really? You want to believe that crap? And then the other name you haven't heard mentioned at all of late, Frank Carone. Frank Carone is his Medici. I mean, Frank Carone, number one fundraiser, number one lobbyist in the city now. He's been his chief of staff for the first year. Then he left office in order to put his beak in the trough. If you want to do business with the city of New York, you got to go through Frank Carone's lobbyist firm. That's the way it is. You haven't heard his name at all. Could it be that uh, Justin Ellick, he is now cooperating with the feds, with the Department of Justice? Where is Frank Caron? Gee, he hasn't been seen nor heard of in a month of Sundays. He has not only been uh, somebody who has developed contacts for Eric Adams with Turkey. Red China we'll talk about tomorrow, the, the money coming in from Red Chinese contributors through Red China into Red Chinese supporters here and then into the campaign for Eric Adams. 
but also from a place you can't even find on the map, Arjibajani. That Eric Adams said uh, to a bunch of uh, contributors he wanted to retire to Beku, its capital city, uh, when he's uh, finished with politics here. And the sucker Arjibajani's wrote out big fat checks organized by who else? Frank Caron, who might well be cooperating now. By the way, the other, uh, in addition to this, uh, Eric Adams' uh, lawyers now have admitted that their staffer, Rana Abasova, is the person who acted improperly, and she also had her phone seized and her uh, communication equipment seized by the FBI because she was interfering with the investigation into monies that came in from Turkey to the Turkish company KSK and then into the campaign through straw donors to elect Eric Adams mayor. Gee, it would have been so much easier if you just elected me. Wouldn't it have been? Wouldn't it have been, huh? But now, now you must suffer. Unfortunately, we're all suffering because this city is just slipping into the abyss. Soon it's going to be back to 1975. We are going to be on the cusp of fiscal insolvency and bankruptcy because Eric Adams put the needs of illegal aliens ahead of all of yours. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. About. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Listening right now on our FM affiliate, as he does religiously each and every day, at the Corleone, a.k.a. Andrew Evilice Cuomo Compound in Southampton, owned by his brother Fredo, Chris Cuomo, and protected and guarded by his leg breaker, Joe Pococo, who did six years for political corruption. He's been sprung. They hit the mattresses, they're stirring the marinara sauce, and they're planning their comeback. It's Andrew Evilized Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, is eyeing a, a run for office. Now, you would think he's setting himself up to take on the lieutenant governor choice of his, Kathy Hochul, who he claims... Pulled the Ides of March, stabbed him in the back with Tish James, who he campaigned with to become the Attorney General. They all do. They're backstabbing traitors. They have no loyalty. Their only loyalty is saying, God, we trust and power. Well, what's the difference between these politicians and the mob, right? 
They can whack one another and then go out and have a meal with their very enemies who helped them kill them politically. So let me give you the update. Everyone is talking about what happens if Eric Adams is indicted and the feds come up to him and make him a deal he can't refuse, which is resign now and we don't prosecute like they did Spitzer, like they did Andrew Evilize Cuomo himself and others. Will he take it? Will he get indicted? Will he then stay in office, which he could, but then almost uh, be impotent, not able to do anything? There are so many investigations underway. We're going to pull them apart layer by layer the way you would an artichoke and lay it all out for you because nobody has more information on this than me because I know where all the political bones are buried and who buried them. By now, you should realize that. Vanity Fair has an article that was put out there by the Cuomos. This was not done independently and autonomously. Justin Ellick, you know what this is similar to? It's like me, where I'm encouraging Sid Rosenberg to go to Hollywood and become a full-time actor and earn his star in the Hollywood Hall of Fame so I could take over the morning show, right? Haven't I said that openly and publicly? But with politicians, they always deny. So the Cuomo PR machine has filtered out there that if uh, Adams falters... Andrew would run for mayor. Oh, I hope that would make my day. That would, oh, bring it on, Andrew Cuomo. I know you're listening now. Bring it on. Cuomo versus Sliwa. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You're just talking Democrats now. It's as if Republicans don't even exist. But it's not just Andrew Evilized Cuomo who's already dancing on Eric Adams' political grave. Oh, they'll give them, oh, yeah, let me tell you something. They'll sit shiver for the guy for eight days. They'll talk about what a great guy he was. They'll give him the greatest political eulogy ever as he's taken away in chains and shackles upstate. And the other one is Tish James. Yeah, she would leave being state attorney general, always prosecuting a Trump, Trump's Trump businesses to want to be able to become mayor and destroy our city as some of the other candidates would. Now, as much as I'd want to knock Tish James out of the box, and obviously uh, Jumani Williams, who hates America, hates the police, hates the city, yet is a sanctimonious hypocrite in the fact that he lives uh, in Fort Hamilton, the safest place, an active garrison, protected by the military police that he has to show his ID to every day when he rolls in in an SUV that we, the taxpayers, have paid for, and he has police armed guards that he hates. And Brad Lander, the controller, who might as well be a combination of uh, Marx and Lenin. But I really... I'm going to light the Chavez candles Friday night, you know... I'm going to say, if you, in fact, are the God who makes the decisions, Hashem, God the Father of the Old Testament, I really want a campaign against Andrew Evilized Cuomo. Because every time I talk about Cuomo, as I did about his father, as my mentor, the great Bob Grant, did over and over again, I would give him the Andrew, the Andrew Cuomo salute. Andrew. And like your father Mario, 
You are and will continue to be. Andrew, you want to run for mayor? I welcome you into the battle royale because I will single-handedly eviscerate you and destroy you for all time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.